don't think it can happen to you. Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher. Ah, yes, Gina, I am on a crusade. I am on a crusade to stop this nonsense that is out there that I am calling a pandemic as far as hit and runs, DUIs, distracted drivers, and now the morons that keep preventing me from getting home at a reasonable time on a Friday. This is the second Friday in a row that it took over two hours to get home because of a crash. And of course, when the crash happens, it ends up being a quagmire for everyone on the road and it just delays you. People are trying to cut in as they're trying to exit where the Sheriff's Department or the California Highway Patrol set things up for you to get in and out of, but yet it is so hectic. It is so horrific. It just never freaking ends. Anywhere around the 91 Freeway here in California, the 210 and the Ortega Highway, it's just a nightmare. It is a vicious, vicious nightmare that causes hate and discontent each and every time I'm on the road. It's like they know it's Friday and the crash alert has to come out. That crash delayed, <laughs> it delayed me 47 minutes. I even left work a little bit early thinking I can beat the crazies. Oh, I was so wrong. I almost got a pass the threshold, the line of departure, if you will, where I would have made it safe. Missed it by that much. And now, another Friday night that I had getting home that took two hours and about 17 minutes to get home. And if you remember the week before or so, it took two hours and 40, or two hours and 24 minutes. So, and I beat that time by about seven minutes. I told myself, don't go down the 91 freeway. Go around a little bit longer. Go down I-5, cross over into Camp Pendleton, come down the 15 from the opposite direction. 
yeah, the mileage is a little bit more, but I keep going. I told myself, do it. But my GPS said, no, you're okay. It's only going to take you about an hour and 20 minutes to get home. Oh, how indeed that was so wrong. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and, of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. I'm sorry. Seem to be choked up here. <coughs> Apologize for that. Again, I'm Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and, of course, now this podcast show. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and, of course, Facebook is DistractedDB. And I happen to know that I do have a lot of new followers and a lot of people that are interested in what the show is about. And you can get that those shows, past, present, and what will be in the future, hopefully, on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Type in the keyword distracted DB, and you will pretty much hear the story. But here it is in a nutshell. Back in 2010, 2011, somewhere within that time frame, I was riding my motorcycle going to work on a Friday light. And back then, Friday me- Friday light meant Friday light. Uh, this lady swerved into my lane. She saw me at the last second. She tried to switch back over to her area, overcorrected, almost hit another car on her right-hand side, came back across as she overcorrected from that, and hit me, and I hit the ground doing 65 miles an hour on my motorcycle. And according to the California Highway Patrol, I'm a walking sigler. Now, here in Southern California, a sigler is a stoppage of traffic 30 minutes or more due to a serious crash, a fatality, or something similar of that facsimile. So, therefore, I am now a walking sigler. And the California Highway Patrol said I was one lucky well, he used the words, but I'll say SOB. So I, yeah, hey, I made it. Luckily, I'm alive. I wanted to know why I was still alive. And eventually, I started doing this podcast at the request of some of my coworkers. And at the time, I said, eh, what the heck is a podcast? And of course, me being in the radio business, I should have known, but I really didn't pay attention that much because. I thought that was just something that was a dying fad that came up, and but now it's quite lucrative in some places. Uh, some people uh, have lots of luck with that. Me, I'm doing it more as an informational thing. So I have several different stories today that will talk about things that deals with death and destruction because of some moron behind the wheel who has a total lack of regard for anybody really in their own world. And that's all they think about. I'm in my world. Screw you. If I cause a crash, I keep going. Several stories today are like that. And of course, we are not, all of us, we're all acceptive to a crash. And we'll get into that in just a little bit. But before we get to that, we must do the... All right, the top story from the previous show comes from KTLA Channel 5, and it was pretty much talked about everywhere here in Southern California and probably pretty much around the world 
in regards to two best friends were killed while they were trying to deliver some food, clothing to their family because of the COVID, the pandemic. They, their parents and their relatives are a little bit older. These are two best friends that decided to do this for their family and they got screwed in the long run because some freaking moron decided, hey, I don't need to stop at a stop sign. Ah, I got this nice luxury car. I do what the F I want. Really? Now you ended up killing two 24-year-olds that just barely graduated college, and this is the end results. And again, this story comes from KTLA Channel 5 up there in Lakewood. Good evening. This accident is still under investigation tonight. And if you take a look right behind me, you can see family members lay flowers and candles where the victims were hit. Neighbors say there have been countless crashes in this area. They've started a petition to urge the city to add a stoplight. They've collected thousands of signatures. And now with this double fatal, that number is growing. Best friends Christine Yan and Isabel Zhang, both 24 years old, were walking in a crosswalk near Bloomfield Avenue and Lemming Street in Lakewood when they were hit by a car and killed the evening of March 12th. They wanted to bring food and clothes for my cousin who's expecting. Yan's cousin Elizabeth Hong rushed to the scene after getting a devastating call. Me and my two aunts, we just collapsed on the ground. We, we just fell onto the grass. Some of the stuff that Christine and Isabel were carrying, it was just kind of like scattered all over the street. Yan and Zhang had a lot in common. They were only children. Both immigrated to the U.S. from China to attend college. The recent grads were planning to work together at an accounting firm. It was Yan's goal to provide for her parents. That was always her dream. And when she got her citizenship last year, that just made her so happy. Isabel was, um, you know, something, someone that was loved by our, our entire family. Zhang's sister-in-law, Emily Fu, says she and her brother were very much in love. This Sunday, they would have been, uh, you know, celebrating their uh, six-year anniversary of being together. But um, now, you know, we're, we're spending that time kind of planning her funeral. So Hong says they're still in the dark about what caused the crash. From what she knows, the driver stayed at the scene. They went to the crash site to set up a memorial. When we were standing at that intersection, um, people that lived in the neighborhood you know, walked up to us and told us um, that that intersection was incredibly dangerous, that they had been asking the city for years to do something about it. It's just heartbreaking for my family and I to lose Christine. Um, I don't want, ever want any other family to go through this again. A GoFundMe page has been set up for Christine Yan to help her family with funeral expenses. We'll put a link on KTLA.com. Now, the city says they're planning to analyze traffic patterns and lighting to determine if there are unsafe conditions and if improvements can be made. Reporting live in Lakewood, I'm Kimberly Chang, KTLA 5 News, sending it back to you in the studio. That was the top story from the previous show. Right, that's the top story from the previous show. Uh, quite honestly, the city of Lakewood, uh, you know, you've heard reports about it before in the past that this is probably one of the most dangerous situations that you have around within that area. Come on, let's do something right. Let's start either putting up a traffic light up there, have a couple of cops sit there for a little bit. Uh, if these kind of crashes continue on and on and on, well, there's a serious problem. Let's step up and see what they can do. I'm going to try to contact the uh, Lakewood City Council to see what they've done. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. When they come back, oh, boy. Somebody sent me this audio piece. you got to hear it. 
We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to the DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and, of course, on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. You can follow me on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Type in the keyword DistractedDB. You can get all the archive shows there and all the future shows coming up. All right, so somebody sent me a audio piece, and I want to say that I, I was going to talk about this before, or I have talked about this. I have to go back and check. And maybe I briefly talked about this, but this is coming from another angle, maybe. But the sound comes from Inside Edition, and I appreciate whoever sent it to me. It talks about a 32-year-old woman who was killed last month in a fatal car crash allegedly caused by a 17-year-old. And I believe it dealt with the father who is a multimillionaire. Ah, yes, an entrepreneur. Yes, I believe he gave this car to his son for a 17-year-old birthday gift, if I remember right. And I'm going to play a little bit of the, oh, let's just play the whole thing. And again, somebody sent this to me, and I appreciate whoever sent it to me. Uh, they didn't leave any name. It just said, here. I appreciate that. All right, again, this comes from Inside Edition, and I appreciate whoever sent it to me. It was a shocking car crash. A 32-year-old woman, Monique Munoz, killed when a Lamborghini SUV T-boned right into her. But what's making headlines is who was behind the wheel of the $220,000 vehicle, one of the world's most expensive. His name is Brendan Curry, and he's the 17-year-old son of a multimillionaire entrepreneur. The car was reportedly a gift from his dad on his 17th birthday. 
James Curry had boasted about their lavish lifestyle on social media. My son and I cruising in the hills. Everyone knows who is faster. The Lamborghini Urus can go up to 190 miles an hour. It goes from zero to 60 in three seconds. Monique was making a left turn at this intersection when the Lamborghini slammed into her, almost slicing her car in two. The speed limit here is 35 miles an hour, but witnesses say the impact was so powerful, it sounded like a bomb exploded. Now the victim's parents want to know whether a vehicle like this was an appropriate gift for any teenager. You don't give a 17-year-old a Lamborghini or a sports car, any sports car. A reporter caught up with James Curry outside his mansion in Beverly Hills. Are you sorry, sir? I am very, very sorry. And no words can say how sorry I am, because those are just words. It hurts, and I miss her every day, because her and I had the best relationship a mother and daughter could ever have. For both of you, what would justice be in this case? that they be held accountable. Yeah, being held accountable would be appropriate. Again, somebody sent that to me, and the sound came from Inside Edition, actually. But somebody sent it to me, and I appreciate that. I do kind of think I, I saw this on the news a couple of weeks ago or whenever it happened back in March uh, 16th or so. And I know it was toward the end of the month. It was about like 17, 18 days ago. And, and quite honestly, to tell you the truth, I, I didn't really want to do a story about this, but now that somebody sent it to me, I decided to do it. But that kid got this Lamborghini as a 17-year-old. If you want to play like a 17, or you, you're a 17-year-old and you want to be like an adult, you do something stupid, you should pay the price as an adult. Either that, or you know, maybe the district attorney could actually go on over and slap the cuffs maybe on the father. Because as minor kid did something wrong and now let's hold accountable because think about it how many times have you heard about students not going to school here in la area and they're going to hold the parents responsible and then lock them up for that situation by their student not going to school so if you have a 17 year old kid that's got a nice lamborghini car and he said it was what two hundred and twenty thousand or was it something ridiculously priced like that? If you got the FU money, then you, yeah, you can spend it the way you want. But if your son does something stupid because of that, and is this kid even had any kind of driver education? Again, I hearken back on the fact that schools should have driver education in school. But that's just me. On the outside looking in. Oh, man, it just drives me crazy. It drives me crazy when things like this happen. And, you know, it just, where does even one go with this? Because quite honestly, to tell you the truth, justice would be that dad pays special restitution. Maybe give that car away and give the guy a tricycle. Give his son a tricycle because there's no way that this guy should be behind the wheel anymore. And what moronic dad would be driving around up and down where they live at, through the hills of wherever they live at, saying, 
everybody know who's faster. Really? Are you sending up a signal that, hey, you and your son race all the time? If you want to race, join the Indianapolis 500 or something. Get on the circuit. Do that. Not through the streets of Hollywood or Bel Air or wherever you live at because you're going to end up hurting somebody like you've already done. And you'll probably still continue to do because you got the FU money that will go ahead and pay your way out of any little problem. Meantime, there's a family sitting around right now who has lost a daughter that will never ever see another birthday again, that will never ever have another Christmas, will unfortunately never walk down the aisle, and will never have any kids. And you got a parent that will never have any grandkids. That's what you have to think about. So you take your car, you take your Lamborghini, and just put it in storage until your son's about 50 years old. Maybe then he'll get some responsibility within that body. And then you're all upset the fact that he's hurt. He can't come out and talk. He can't do this because of the fact he's hurt. He's injured. Meantime, there's a family who now no longer has a daughter. To me, totally disrespectful. The right thing for you to do, sir, is to take your son in and have him face the judge. Have him do what is the right thing, what is responsible. The problem right now with people here in America is that people are not responsible for their own actions. I see it every night. I see it on the news. I drive a past that kind of crap every night. Does it disturb me? Yes, it does. It gives me ain't, uh Panic attacks and anxiety because I know there's some moron out there that's going to end up trying to ruin somebody else's life. Ruin their day. And yet, nothing will ever contribute to that as far as any kind of healing. There's nothing that you can say. Sorry is not, you know, you shouldn't have even said anything. You should have stood there and looked at the cameras dumbfounded because apparently there is nothing that you could say to take the pain and the anxiety and the hurt away from that family. You're definitely not going to be able to throw your money around and have that daughter come back to life. So you think about that the next time you get behind the wheel and you start going ahead and you want to drive around through the hills of wherever you live at to see who's faster, you or your son. Because maybe the next crash, either one of you, if not both, could be taken away. God works in mysterious ways, sir. And I just want you to know that. Because there's nothing worse than having someone taken away from you sooner than what is expected. Because of some moron who feels they're cool, they're untouchable, they're beyond approach. Sorry, you are. I don't think you're sorry. You're probably sorry he got caught. You're not sorry that that crash even happened. And it's not an accident. 
It's a crash. And the reporters are kind of softening up a little bit by saying a crash or an accident. It's not an accident. I'm just saying. You tell me whether or not I'm right or wrong. And if I'm wrong, so be it. But if I'm right, which I am, maybe, just maybe, you'll do the right thing. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. When I come back, reporters, well, they're in the line of fire, too, in a way. They've got hit. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB, and you'll find all my shows there. One more thing about that last story. If you really want to have some kind of restitution done, how about your son having community service? Maybe he should attend a couple autopsies in the morgue and for every crash victim that ends up dying for the next year he has got to attend their funeral nothing wrong with that if I was a judge that's what I would impose that's just me I think that's how I think let's do that all right here's a story that I out here in channel uh out here in California channel 11 Fox News uh Fox 11 LA uh, their reporter was injured, their reporter and a cameraman, a couple days ago. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Uh, Hal Eisner and, and a photographer, uh, looks like uh, Jacob Perez, uh, were also injured in a story that they were covering about a theater that was opening and somebody who decided to drink during the course of the day. Can you imagine that? Drink during the course of the day around 
three, four o'clock, ends up crashing into these guys along with other people. And not only that, you should listen to the reporter how right nerve-wracking, okay, how nerve-wracking that that would be for the reporter, how upset she was, and I understand. The concerns right now for two members of our own Fox 11 team, our reporter, Hal Eisner, you know him well, and photographer Joe Perez injured when a vehicle slammed into a store. They were not the only ones injured. Let's go to Coco McAboy, who's live at the scene in Hollywood. Coco. Yes, good afternoon to both of you. We just got an update from police out here on scene. They say that the suspect in this case, the driver, has been arrested. They said that he told authorities that he fell asleep at the wheel, and that's when he hit all of the pedestrians. But police also said that he did not pass a field sobriety test. They believe that he was under the influence of alcohol. I want to show you more of the scene here this afternoon. You can see that it's still a very active scene. A lot of police officers out here. And my photographer is also zooming into the store here, Highland Market. That's where all of this unfolded here this afternoon. So we know that our reporter, Hal Eisner, and our photographer, Joab Perez, were out here to do a report on tourism in Hollywood. Yeah, it's it's, it's an emotional thing. And, and Coco, we know that... that you know, for, for us, this really hits home. And, and so many of us uh, are a family at this station and as a news community. And, and Hal was, was out there to do a report on the El Capitan Theater and its reopening. Um, and, and they were in the process of doing that report when this car came out of nowhere and apparently hit hit right into them. And I, I know Coco, it's such an emotional thing for all of us. If we can stay with Coco for just a minute, Coco, we understand that there were other injuries. I know it's so difficult to report on people that we love and to be there on that scene and to actually physically see what's going on there. Can you also talk about any other injuries there on the ground? Yes, and I'm so, I'm so sorry okay. about that. We're with um, you. But we know, we know that, um, that five people were hit total. Two of them, as you mentioned, were our colleagues, um, who, like you mentioned, we love dearly. And the three others were also injured and taken to the hospital. However, we know of the three, that includes um, the driver, who um, did not, who refused transport at this time. The other two people outside of our um, reporter and photographer were taken to the hospital. We're told that everyone right now has um, not life-threatening injuries, so obviously, again, that is the good news out here this afternoon. We are working to learn more information about what exactly happened here. But again, we know the driver says that he fell asleep at the wheel, and that's when he crashed into the group of people out here. We do know that the families of our two colleagues have been notified, and that's why we are comfortable now sharing the names with you this afternoon. So again, I'm so sorry for that. Just love Coco, my colleagues. You hate to hear fine. about something like this happening to them. Um, so back to you. Again, that story came from Fox 11 News out here in um, L.A. Hey, no reason to apologize, quite honestly. I mean, that, that story is definitely shaking things up and everything like that. Just to let you know, even reporters, they get caught up in the wheel itself. Even though they're getting ready to report or talk about the, I think it was the Al Capitan Theater, getting ready to open somebody who was drinking in the middle of the day or whatever the case might be, and then he fell asleep at the wheel. There you go. That's how it happened.
All right, again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Until the next show, please be safe and no more giving away expensive cars. <laughs>